welcome to the JSA Clicks podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks podcast, episode number running joke. We don't know the episode number. We discuss the competitive hero clicks environment as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant, and we actually have an alternate format to talk about today. I'm your host, Jay Solomon, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts who are all much better at hero clicks than me, and Josh actually proved it, demonstrably, this weekend. We have Devin, obviously. I proved that I'm much smarter at hero clicks by not playing. No. Ooh, that sounds like Chris talk. Uh, we have <laughs> new team member Josh Essex. Thanks for having me on, guys. I mean, we haven't really done that yet, but we'll get to it. Uh, and then hopefully Emily will show up because we like Emily. So Everyone likes we're going to be discussing... That is an absolute objective lie. So we're going to be talking about both of the Scott Porter uh, Hero Cooks for Huntington's events. So you have... Uh, we have... First one was the Families Everything Silver Age, and I should, I guess I'll pull up the ban list really quick, because there's a long... So it was Silver Age, which is the WizKids format. I guess this is the first event that anybody's run for the format. It's uh, basically everything with the newer style cards from Superior Foes to Spider-Man and on. So it was... Well, first of all, it had charity probability control, similar to, you know, a bunch of charity events have used them. Maximum five per game. Global probability control, uh, maximum five per game, and then the ban list. So, Fast Forces, Penguins, Jokers, Wild, and Blackbird, which is on the WizKids ban list. Legion from X Men uh, animated series, basically because with Jason Wingard you could pop a million chains. All ID cards, which is perfectly fine. Uh, Goblin King, Unimind, uh, Battle World, Black Panther, so just a bunch of the huge temples. Haha ha, Joker. Yeah, again, like just hard, impossible to chew through, kind of unfun stuff to go through. Lots of truth because it it causes problems. Lots of lots of problems with the interactions with Wonder Woman. Whatever. Dark Phoenix, because obviously. Uh Mini Shredder, because I don't know. They don't like Tyler. I don't know. Tyler played his old team anyway, because they didn't ban anything else from there, but whatever. Vulture Scarab, even before Scarab even like was played at any event ever. Uh, Prime Bishop, I guess. Mudman, Jakeem Thunder, Lord Doom uh, was the only chase of the Doom set that was banned because like Scott Porter didn't want uh, a bystander team to just get completely like wrecked and invalidated. Like I understand that you don't want to like ruin a whole strategy. Ultimate Nullifier. Because there's like probably characters in the format that don't care about the damage, like you just pick six. So I don't know. It's, I guess. And uh, Prime Batman because he still does not split up the damage. So also you had to at least have uh, two characters on your team that have some sort of family relationship. So like I don't know. The specific example would be like Jim Gordon and Barbara Gordon or whatever. You know, parents, kids. Third Cousins, twice removed. I don't know. Uh, in Josh's case, it was a, a grandparent <laughs> uh, relationship. Or, I guess, a grandparent and a grandchild. So, 
Yeah, I mean, you you played the Silver event. I did not, so go ahead. Okay, so I ended up playing the same team as Adam Friedman because I have far too much on my plate and no time to build and test. So I refer to people that know much more about hero clicks than me when it comes to comes to my teams. So for those of you that didn't see it, it is three Floras, two Groots, Mangog, the new super rare Flash from Wonder Woman at, on their charge dial, and then the new super rare Flash on their TK dial, Valeria Richards, uh, which is a plus two perplex to everything on the team, uh, Doom Annihilate and Conquer to make it all at Varia, and then the WWE ring. So basically, half of the team was stuff that should have been banned. Like, you didn't have Surter, but you had Mangog and Groot. Yeah. Because why not? Why I not? mean, I don't think they banned any of the big retali... Did they ban any retaliators? Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. But yeah. otherwise, no. They had Surter, Mangog, you know, all all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I didn't think large. so. Like I, I said, Tyler basically played his old many. team, yeah. except he didn't have many. I think Groot probably should have been on there. Um, yeah, all three, Groot, Surter, Mangog, almost certainly should have been banned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Also, for reference, I think they did. They did a like, ruling for that event that they, even though they missed uh, eroding Mangog and Surter's secondary effects after retaliating, like Iceman and uh, Tri-Sentinel, I think they did like rule that. That was the same... Errata for them, I think. Yes, they did. I tried. Uh, I checked it in one of my games because I could have like fizzled Mangog for the second attack, but they said also, they. That's just a thing in the new comp rule book. So. Oh, also, yeah. Apparently, there's like I it. The comp is really huge. Okay, there's a lot of information there. So apparently, yeah, they did. Uh, we they... literally read it on this podcast a couple weeks ago, but. Did we? I believe you. I don't know. Again, it's like 70 pages. Anyway, around. there's a new clause that says that if a power starts with if or um, there's an if immediately after an intervening clause, then uh, if the if is not satisfied, the power immediately resolves with no additional effect. So since all of the retaliations start with if, if you can't actually retaliate on something, then none of the other stuff happens either. Sure. Yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> So wait, so let me just double check before you go on. So Adam played a team, right? I mean, Adam built a team, whatever, and then you both played it, where he did put the flash on it, and he George did. Put... Didn't? Yep. George didn't. I don't even know if Matt G played, but okay. I don't think Matt go G on. played in silver. I think he played modern. I have no idea what he played, though. But yeah, go on. So uh, the team's pretty has a pretty simple premise. You hurl flash across the board... Uh, pick up a light object. You can hit most starting areas um, pretty reliably. You either try and kill the retaliators or you just trade. As long as you're trading up on points, you get like 40 for 30 or whatever. It forces them to deal with flash, and then you just pick your retaliator of flavor and retaliate on them. The floors are there to body block for Mangog. Um, Nathaniel Richards can pop a light object to give, give an attack power that's needed. Oh, it has the Joker's gas canister on there as well. That's what. And the uh, Latverian Village, right? By yeah. uh, location, right? Because it's free. 
Yeah, so you'd run Flash up, you'd park a peasant beside him so he had Mastermind, makes multiple attacks to, like, eat through. Often you switched out Conquer to uh, All Caps Doom, so they only had three actions, so they couldn't deal with Flash plus get across the table generally to kill any retail. Um, so then you basically just break the canister on Mangog and... I, I would most often break the canister on Mangog, uh, double perplex him up, give him precision strike, and just retaliate with him across the board. Um, and then basically after that, you just chain retaliate off of them trying to deal with the stuff you've already put in their face. Yeah, this is uh, that's why the was event running builds because that's uh, Adam one with it, so it's a bit silly. Yeah, I mean, I I was glad to see he beat. The person that put me out of top 32 but it was a double-edged sword because that means he just played better than me i mean that's allowed like i also think you had less reps with that team than the than the modern team or at least you played again i don't know maybe it doesn't matter i had it's also it's also a weirder format right because it's like that was a completely unknown format so I think I had more reps with the silver team, but uh, I just couldn't adapt to the team that I'll talk about that I hit uh, hit in the top 32 there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also yelled at you more than Adam, so... It's that, true. That probably helped. You were a very good teacher. So, my round one uh, opponent was Michael Kupak, and we had... He was playing a fun family theme... He played the Gotham Underworld team, Underground, Underworld, one or the other. And Underworld, yeah. His his team was con, the con-exclusive Joker, the Fast Forces Harley Quinn, uh, the Poison Ivy that can put out the Biting Vines, I think that's also from the starter, and then Bud and Lou. So he... We chatted a bunch during the game, but ultimately this game felt really bad because I threw Flash at him, I punched some things. He then killed Flash, and I did the Mangog thing where I give him uh, Precision Strike and Battle Fury, and I wiped his whole team with Mangog. So. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I yeah, I, I yeah. apologize to him after, and I gave him the choice. I was like, do you want a longer break, or do you want to play some hero clicks? Because honestly, I would have probably sent like a Groot or something at him and just had had some fun, you know? But he was like, just do what you gotta do, man. So I just Mangog retailed him, so we'd both have a little longer break. Um, also, just just before you go on for reference, uh, this uh, this format had uh, there was four different fellowship prizes. There yeah. was most creative team. There was a runner up creative team. Worst luck across the whole event, as well as just general fellowship. So people were playing like that was kind of the idea of the family thing, the band list to have a good time. So I mean, obviously people brought real teams, but you're, you might hear some fellowshipy teams. Yeah, um, I can't remember what my opponent round two played. Uh, it was uh, Colin de Oliveira. I won ninety three to thirty three, I believe. 
Um, but unfortunately, I you don't. You need to check the win? Yeah, check. I can't. I, I'm 90% sure. No, 93-33, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a win. Um, but yeah, I wish I remembered what he was playing, because I remember enjoying the game, because I had a solid run of games that day that were just really chill, fun opponents. Um, the next game, round three, was against Wesson Jewel. And he was playing an amazing Star Jammers team. He was playing Emperor, Vulcan, Waldo, Corsair, Hepziba, uh, two of the Blue Phoenixes. And I think he had the team-up card for them. And I think they- I'm sad because that sounds like an illegal build. D- didn't Because doesn't that involve using a team-up card to get theme? Uh, maybe. I think they all are Star Jammers. You said Emperor Vulcan? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Go on, though. Um, but they all had, uh, like, global effects, like Waldo gives everyone plus one and can carry people that are four squares away, and they had healing. It was a really cool team. He ended up basically just yeeting uh, Emperor Vulcan across the map at me, killed some retaliators. Even at his low dial, Emperor Vulcan is really hard to eat through when he's like a 19 defense and whatever else he had. So I got mugged, and um, he just kept healing. And finally, I think I killed one of the Phoenixes. Yeah. Yeah. Says yeah. twenty five to one twenty five. Yeah. Turn one, I tried to I tried to throw Sorcerer Supreme off across the board and dual target them. And that's when I learned that they can't be dual targeted. So it was all downhill from there. Forgot about that juicy tidbit. But yeah, so I lost that one one twenty five to twenty five. Now round four is the other one I can't remember. It was against John Dunn. I won three hundred to thirty three. But, so what, you gave up, like, Mangog and the gas, then? Uh, Flash and the gas. Ah, okay. Yeah, Flash and the gas. That most of the, most times you see the 33, it's Flash and the gas canister. So that makes sense. I'm just a complete idiot. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I wish, again, wish I remembered what he played, because he was a really chill opponent. And then I got to face George Masu. And his team was Chase Thor from the Captain America set. Fast Forces Loki, which threw me for a loop. Um, Odin from Ragnarok and Surtur. So like an Asgardian family team plus Surtur. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I learned the brutal lesson that Chase Thor is ridiculous and has mystics and all this other nasty stuff so of course i hurled um something across the board to kill surter oh i sorcerer doom across the board to kill surter uh because can't have that doing anything and then i threw flash across the board killed odin they killed flash i retaliated and i thought i was gonna kill loki because I put all the eggs in that basket, and I when I was rooting him, I missed the clause that you have to like kill him twice. He has like his illusionary thing, 
Or yep. I think you just you have, have to, to hit him uh, again yeah. on the illusion thing. But I could not, between the rollouts and whatever else, could not get my hands on Loki. Um, so it ended up being 148 for him to 55. I killed Surtur and Odin. Um, he killed Flash. He killed Sorcerer Supreme. And I think... And both Groots. Um, it was funny because... Uh, George was saying how my team was inherently stronger than his because he like thought you had to build the uh, the whole thing family, and I would have to agree Which with him. Which is still BS, but whatever. <laughs> but uh, he definitely outplayed me. So yeah, I talked to him at one point. He was like, "Well, they like used they like brought him in in Ragnarok to like beat Hela." I'm like, "That doesn't that doesn't mean whatever." <laughs> I mean, he was close to the fellowship winning team. He almost had like what it had been the fellowship uh, team winning team. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, I so I can't remember two of my wins in the day, but I definitely remember the losses, and I remember the Michael Kupak thing because that was ruthless. Um, I my yeah, memory of modern is better. Twenty four hours of hero clicks melted my brain this weekend. <laughs> There was a lot of hero clicks this weekend, like a ridiculous amount of hero clicks this weekend. Yes. If you made the finals of both, you spent like two thirds of your of the hours in this weekend playing hero clicks. And yeah, I'm nobody did make today. the finals. No. I don't even know if anybody made the top four, but so actually, the most I think... I think the most that anybody spent this weekend was probably more like fifty six percent of their of the hours of their weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I think Tyler might have top four both times or something. Tyler like, did. Oh my god, he is wow. He's okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's K. Okay. But uh, so that I ended up making it to top thirty-two because no three or one three and two missed it. Um, and I got paired against Matt against uh, Matt Esbrook, and. Anyone knows his style. He plays like Fortress. We're gonna teams. try and be as nice as possible, but just for your information. Uh he plays Fortress teams and he basically snags a couple things off and he basically kinda just rope rope dopes you around the around the map and he's really good at it. It's hard to get your hands on him. Um I thought I was smart and I went and got his object off the start. Oh, I guess I should. He was playing two Invisible Woman from the Cosmic Clash starter set. He was playing Wolverine. And he was playing the Herald Dial on the lower point, um, Invisible Woman. Yeah, so he the, had to, technically, he had to play... Uh, he had to, like, he had to new Fantastic Forward in, because you had to have, like, the family. So he had, yes. like, what was it, a... Invis uh, Sue Storm. He, he had to have Sue Storm, the hundred point chase. Yeah. And uh, a Mr. Fantastic because you can't replace like a character with the same name with New Fantastic Four. So one is named Sue Storm, one was named Invisible Woman. Yeah. And this was like an absolutely brutal don't die team. It was a lot like the double Loki team back when that used to be a thing. You just like can't actually attack them. Yeah. Yeah. This was, was the, uh, the the con Loki who you basically you couldn't draw a line of fire to most of the time, 
and then he has bu- he had built-in sense of shape change, gave him pervious reflux. Like he, they take points, and then you can't do anything. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's what Mike Payne used to play all the time. I never yep. beat him. <laughs> yeah, all three rollouts, twenty defense, probs, like can't draw a line of fire. Good luck. And this was when uh, you couldn't even pulse wave them because that's how the warding worked back then. So yeah, oh, you could by the end of the time that he was playing them, but at the start you could not. Yes. Yeah, so Matt Esbrook's just super good at playing that style of team, and I snagged his item, and then he kill. I went across the board, killing Wolverine, not knowing what to expect out of this matchup. And of course, Wolverine comes back, but I thought I was being smart, getting the getting the offense off the table. He um. Ended up killing the Flash. And so I retaliated on him with Mangog. Uh, that's actually how I killed Wolverine. And then I figured out that you can't target the Wonder Woman if you didn't start within three. So retail doesn't work. If they're at a three when you start, you can't touch them. Um, they're uh, basically... The only way to get to them is having something that drops a pog in front of them, or you have to tie them up and hope one of their four breakaway rolls don't hit. And uh, he just uh, juked me around the board, and I did not have the skill level to track him down. Yeah, Maggot would be pretty good against that team. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel. Um, the new... The new yeah, uh, that, was, so that was the thing. In top four... Um, Paul was playing Captain Marvel and uh, Black Widow and like he lost to Adam but like he would have had a trivial matchup but then Adam won anyway so and then yeah and Adam beat Matt Esbrook in the final uh, so. Paul would have been top 8 to- uh, Tyler faced him top 4 I thought are you sure I thought I thought Adam beat him in top 4 in silver no I think they were the finals man What? Okay, so um, Adam versus Matt Esbrook was the finals. Adam versus yeah. Paul was the top four. Okay, so then yeah. Tyler would have been top eight. Well, I think... I no, Tyler, I'm looking at the match tables now. Tyler was now. top four Paul... against Esbrook, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Esbrook. Yeah, so Tyler... So, yeah, the top four was Tyler Esbrook and Adam Paul Cote. Oh, I, mis- I misunderstood. I thought you were saying who faced Esbrook. Adam beat Tyler in top four. But uh, Adam beat Paul in top four. I swear to God. (laughs) Yeah. So he ended up beating me 40 to zero. I had a chance at the end where um, I got a walking wood in beside him because he had attacked something with Wolverine. Um, If I hit, if I make both those attack hits somehow, I'm able to generate a troublemaker and it would have given me enough offense to chew through the small one. But I just ran out of time. I mean, it was a fairly low probability of it all going right, but, I mean, I eventually cracked the code. But yeah, it's a super I, um, good team. Very innovative. Yeah, I watched him play against uh, in top four against Tyler. Tyler basically playing whales, and even though he has, like, a million characters that can surround them, he's still 
so he he didn't get the space gem because I guess Tyler KO'd it, and then the Herald Dial starts with phasing, but then you have to click off it if you're close to an opposing character. Um, and even with like all the whales and all the Wendigos, whatever, like he just got enough breakaway rolls, like. I mean, technically, I don't know, I talked to Tyler, and he's like, I missed position. I'm like, okay, but it was like, it was two in the morning at that point. That was like the ninth round of hero clicks on the day. It was like, started at 11. It was, uh, so, can't blame him. No, if you don't have the... You just just can't, because like, they can each have sidestep to attempt to carry each other. And then, you know, and then they can roll for movements. Uh, It's just, you, you, you just can't. You really just can't. Yeah, that unless you have the tools to specifically deal with that team, trying to pin it in properly is like doing a Rubik's cube. Like it's it's pretty complex. Uh, Matt wouldn't have played it if you could if it was uh, something that could be dealt with. Yeah, no, it's it's a very cool team. But uh, that was my run in silver. Um, all my opponents were great. I had fun games pretty much all day. Um, it was a really cool event. I enjoyed the charity probs and whatnot. They add a fun aspect to the thing, and uh, it was fun just raising money for charity. Yeah, I guess that's okay, too. I mean, yeah. I so, probed a couple well, of my opponent's roles just just to spend some charity probs. You could also just donate money directly. That's, like, also allowed. Um, Emily, I guess, like, accidentally crashed for the night or whatever. Uh, but she ended up, uh, she ended up working on a team. Like she came to me and she was like, I want to play like Thor and Loki, whatever. And we figured out a team where she also, she played Thor, the same Thor, uh, 125 points, the same 25 point Odin, who's actually Loki in disguise, but whatever. Uh, and then the Loki from Mighty Thor, but the other one with the, uh, illusions, uh, they can also get generated the common, uh, Jane Foster, from Mighty Thor and Eadry, because, like, that's kind of just the last... Like, there's no other family member at that point. They haven't made Freya. But uh, then she won She won Fellowship for the, like, most creative team, which was she won, like, a House of X factory set. Yep. And some other stuff, but basically the, the factory set yeah, was the main. Yeah, two Connellys, a uh, pre-starter uh, kit for Deadpool set whenever that is actually coming out. I mean, I think the set's in like a month, but yeah. Um, I, yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, got Ambrose Chase and Deadpool the Duck, the event map, yeah. and then the other listed stuff there. I mean, the most important part of that is the Scott Porter bystander, who I guess we'll, I guess we can say what, like we can, does anybody happen to have... Uh, so they made a Scott Porter, Scott Porter bystander token, which is going to be tournament legal, which is really cool, but really weird that, that it's a thing. Just try to quickly pull it up. Uh, but basically it's a wild card, six range, triple target, incapacitate. Uh, okay, here, one second. Okay, so 20 points, unique. He has keywords, celebrity, politician, speedster. I mean, celebrity, you know, checks out. Politician, I think, is a Ginny in Georgia, which they actually filmed in Toronto. And speedster, because he's a big Flash fan. Uh, so six range, triple target, wild card, uh, team player. Uh, standard symbols, seven movement, sidestep, 11 attack, incapacitate, 16 
naked defense. I mean, not naked. 16 defense. <laughs> and one damage with a special power. Uh, special damage power. May all your rolls be critical hits. <laughs> Perplex. When Scott Porter uses it to target another friendly character, when that character attacks, the rolls of 10 and 11 are also critical hits this turn. Uh, side tip is called roll to roll. And then incapacitate <laughs> is the unboxer people came to see. So basically, 20 points, doesn't break theme, has keywords for, like, Underworld if you want, and a wild card and perplex. Like, I think it's really good. Other people don't think it's as good, but whatever. They're wrong. But, yeah. So, and then we get to, I guess, Modern. I mean, I would, I, there's no point talking about the format, because even if it was, like, it's not normal silver, because it has a huge band list or whatever. But yeah, Emily did not make the top cut, but she was just there to have fun. I think she still went. I think she went two three. She did and go like two Thor's three. Thor's pretty good. It's pretty good. But the rest of the team, I don't know. The rest of the team is almost dead weight. If you're talking about like a serious format. Yeah, but, like, she said that she was just trying to spawn as many um, Loki's as possible, but unfortunately, her opponents didn't let her. <laughs> I mean, they are really good. I mean, they have sense of shape change, and then they can generate more. They're pretty good. Yeah. In our practice game, she busted like three or four against me. Nice. Yep, and then the clones can replicate, and then, yeah, so... It was bad. Yeah, yeah the Scott Porter Pog is good. Um, 20 points is maybe a little expensive, but the perplex making crits easier is nice, and just, like, wildcard is very good. I don't I, understand, though. Like, 20 points is basically, like, what Perplex used to be. Like, there were 25-point characters that started with it. You had Betty Brandt, who pushed onto it for 15. Like, I, the power creep is just nuts, and people think that that's not good. Yeah, I mean, uh, Perplex got worse, officially, but, like, it's better. Yes, that's also Perplex. true. But, I think you know. people think it's bad, because when they think of a 20-point bystander, they think of Mudman, who was insane. That's where I think the comparison comes from. They're like, oh, it's just a Wait, twenty I point. Thought, I thought Mudman was bad. That's what I heard last <laughs> I uh, last I was on a podcast talking about it, but that's okay. I do think that the Scott Porter Pog especially has a place on like teams where chip is your taxi, because you could technically play two chips and have like a sidestep secondary Green Lantern taxi, or you could play one chip and a Scott Porter Pog for. 15 points cheaper and have a second sidestep Green Lantern taxi. Okay, now uh, I think he's good. I mean, also, like, a lot like I said, he has keywords that so Underworld works, but also, yeah, just like, he only has one less speed than Chip. I mean, he doesn't fly. He doesn't, I should hope he doesn't fly. But also, now I'm realizing it's kind of weird to see a human-level bystander with Indom, but also Indom is the standard defense symbol now. But, like, before, in the olden days, he would definitely not have had Indom. So you could push him if you want. So, yep. Or uh, if you want to play him with the Flashes, like, you have another 20-point piece. He kind of has a different role. Like, he's also a wild card for Plex. Six <laughs> Scott Porter has six range and three targets. Yeah, That's... the three target end cap is not something you can ignore on there. <laughs> no, he could also like he can give himself a seven range, or he can make himself a twelve attack. Like that's wow. This I guess we'll see what the um, the other bystander that gets made from this event is because the winner of modern gets to make a bystander 
And then the winner. Oh no, wait, was it? Oh no, it's uh, winner get winner of modern got to pick the switch clicks of themselves or the bystander, and then the uh, second gets the other. But like, I would think people would prefer to make a game element. And then uh, for silver, Adam won. Uh, make a, a design a legacy card. And uh, we spent a lot of time in chat the second day talking about what that was going to be. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, it's got to start lobbying him for it to be Crisis Trigon. Good luck. Okay. Just make it you to mine. <laughs> no. I, I think, I, I again, Adam said <laughs> making you to mind was Bush League. Except for if you, what did he do? He wanted to do a, a starting line on the third click from the end. Well, like the running shot Paul save or whatever. But, okay, so I actually played the modern. Uh, Rock of a two. Why is the wind not working and giving me the tables as it's supposed to? What's going on? Did they, like, not? Oh, you're kidding me. I mean, I can remember my matchups. I hope you can remember yours, but I remember mine. I was able to see everything. Uh, it's not letting me switch between the rounds. That's weird. Uh. I don't know. That's weird. But uh, I will try to remember. This is the wrong. It gives whatever. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna remember forget the name of my first opponent. I think it was Daniel, and the wind shows something wrong. But whatever. So I was playing. I mean, Josh and I are playing the same team. So. Sure, uh, what we played. I was going to get to that, so sure. I posted on our group, like, days ago, but it is two high evolutionaries at 30 points because they are just silly. Uh, when uh, when Josh was doing a test game against Adam, he kind of, like, lost his mind realizing how good they were when he mind-controlled him, so he had to, like, learn, like, see what they did. Um, three flashes because they're, you know, really good. Uh, and then the charge flash will get the emotional modifier. Larry Von Doom, Molecule Man, uh, Dr. Doom, DJ Doom to start, and then what was the last? Gigantic Prime, was that nine figures? Did I miss something on my so. own team? One, yeah, two High Evolutionaries, three Flashes, Giganta, Valeria, Molecule Man, yeah, Doom. Um, I don't think, I only switched out Doom one time. Really? Uh, in modern, so I don't know. I guess we could go round by round. So uh, my round one was I played against. I, I I believe his name was Daniel. Apologies if you're listening and I forget, but it's it's it was a long weekend. So he was playing a Justice League team. He had starter Superman, the one that has the knockback thing where he gets to attack. You give him the influence ring. Adam and Micron, thirty point Hawk Girl. The common John Stewart Green Lantern who can carry. So he has a he has the Green Lantern team ability, and then he can carry. He has a special power where he can take a move action, and then he gets plus three or plus one speed for each carried character with the Justice the JLA team ability. And now you don't reduce speed, so he can move fifteen. So he has a uh, Superman that can attack after being taxied. He has uh, Adam and Micron. He has the Hawk Girl who's just good. And then he had the 50-point Martian Manhunter. He had the Martian Manhunter team-up card where basically the original seven Justice League members only take one damage to start. So Hawkgirl himself, Green Lantern, and Superman take one damage to start. 
Uh, they take him a maximum of one damage on their starting click. What's Hawk Superman Hawk is this? The starter from JLU. You give him the he can free attack a character that he knocked back. So you give him the influence ring. Ah, cool. Yeah. So was that? Uh, so the Marshmander manager gave him that damage cap thing, and the Superman also has two stop clicks. Hawk Girl gave herself. And Superman Mystics, I think just the two of them. Maybe once well, just one quick second. Oh, girl, that sounds like a fun build. Superman Green Lantern. Okay, Superman Green Lantern and herself on that team. So they all have Mystics. You have to you have to double tap everybody, and then yeah. So, um, and then Green Lantern just used the Martian Ma- Martian Manhunter team up card because like that was like whatever. Uh, so I win map because I'm like have a plus on him. I pick the my general map choice is Hacienda, just because it's an extended starting area map and it's indoor, decent for barrier. So he equips, I equi- or yeah, like basically we both equip. I take a turn to just clear and put up barriers. I left a hole for him, so he comes in, comes like all the way in. Uh, he goes like uh, Micron's better now because he can. Uh, I mean, close combat extra is passive, so. Basically, what happens is I have more prob on him because he only has theme probs, and I have, uh, let's see, high evolutionaries have printed prob. I have DJ Doom, although in this game he I, I rolled double sixes. That didn't help. Uh, one of the flashes has printed prob, and I have theme probs, whereas he only has a couple theme probs. So he does hit some attacks, but then uh, I make him miss enough so I'm not completely like done. I mean, he only had a couple attacks, but still. So, and then I crit Micron to kill him. Uh, yeah, because I had a high evolutionary with enhancement from Flash, and then I like crit him with. Uh, I think I only need to use one six, but uh, so five kills him with the crit, and then or no, 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 Giganta retaliated, so she does three printed, and then. Adam has four clicks, so Adam dies, because he has senses too. Uh, Micron takes it, and then, yeah. Uh, and then Giganta doesn't die, because she's actually has a... That one has two clicks. It's the prime. Uh, for what it's worth, also giving uh, all the flashes uh, one Roman team ability for super senses, or then uh, four to six on the one that actually has it printed is really good. Uh, I, go to, I, I go to shoot Hawkgirl, because I have enough damage to do it, but I forget about that stupid team-up card. Uh, we kind of go back and forth a little bit. Superman. So Superman took, has the max one damage thing to start, and then he has two stop clicks. So he's like not easy to kill. And then it's basically Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter versus like most of my team. I gave up, no, I gave up 120 points. I guess I gave up like a basically everything on the team is is 30 points. Uh, and then at one point when the high evolutionaries take damage, they have outwit. So basically. Martian Manhunter has all three rollouts to start because he has Imperv on the dial and then uh, Sense of Shape Change. I have enough outwits to outwit all of it, and then I just, like, yeah. So, that happened. Uh, it was a good game, though, like, I think. It's a good time. We talked about it after whatever. He was uh, Australian. I think at that time, it was 3 in the morning for him or something. <laughs> at the start? So, what a yeah, soldier. Uh, or, I mean, yeah, uh, I think 3 a.m. by the time we finished, but, like, yeah, it was uh, pretty brutal, but, yeah. Uh, 
I mean, yeah, go go on your round one then. Okay, so round one, I played against Spencer White, and he was playing Amazo at full with the Galactus Herald dial on him. And then all three of the Danger Room constructs and Remaker and Nightbringer. So I guess it's just worth noting that uh, you can't use team up cards because you have to have glasses on the sideline, so he didn't have team up cards. Yes. Um, but I actually think the option he took is way better after playing against it. Why did? Why does Galactus prevent you from using team up cards? Because I don't think you can have uh, any other sideline element. You have to have Galactus on the sideline. And then Amazo specifically, you're not allowed to have other sideline game elements with Amazo. Oh, okay, that's an Amazo specific thing, not a general team of card thing. Yeah, yeah, he just says you can't have any other sideline, whatever. Because his are generally really good. Um, but long story short, it's just a very hard to slog through team. Everything only basically takes one damage. Because with all the. Uh, all the powers he's picking and getting you're not like finding a character that doesn't share a power with Amazo to deal more than one is awful and he has like 10 or 11 clicks at 125 points i think it's nine but like you yeah if you share a power it's one at a time yeah it feels and like also a with billion. the pulse wave nerf you like really can't chew through him yeah and then um he puts remaker and Nightbringer on uh, Sabretooth. Oh, jeez. So he just keeps popping free smoke. Him and uh, him and Sinister sit in stealth. And then when you do engage him, he has shape change, super senses. Um, Magneto is the only one you can target, but he just keeps keeps Magneto somewhat in the back. So you have to go through everything else first. Uh, I took him to, I won map, I took him to negative zone. Uh, I basically elect to stay in my starting area and let him cross the map to come to me so I can try and maximize my attacks on him. But uh, he kind of edged himself up slowly, equipping and whatever. I just barriered in so he didn't get the first shot on me. But by the time I was starting to chip chip away to get stuff, I just didn't have enough time. To get through like five clicks of two rollouts, and I couldn't get my hands on Magneto, so I ended up losing sixty to zero, um, which uh, made me sweat a little for the going into the next round. But uh, Spencer was super chill, super fun to play against. Uh, we spent most of the time while we were barriering or equipping, just chatting. So it was a pretty casual game to start off the day, which is nice after the like grind fest of the day before. Yeah, I don't but, know. I don't know what I would have done either, to be fair. Like, there's only so many attacks you can make and uh, stealth, and yeah, I don't know what I would have done either. It sounds in, like a really good team. In retrospect, I think I might have taken him to uh, Hacienda just to have more open sight lines and throw everything I got at him, but I don't know how much that would change the outcome. Um, I mean, I don't think... I mean, so he can... What power? So, high evolutionary, start with prob. Can you take prob? I mean, he can take running shot to co- to cover high evolutionaries. He can take senses for flash. Giganta, he can take out wit. Yeah, he can pretty much cover the whole team. Yep. So. Yeah, Mazo's yeah, a problem. 
Yeah, yeah. and uh, like I said, yeah, uh, with Pulse Wave, you like that was his main counter, mm-hmm. as well as Black Widow. She doesn't see much play. I know David Creighton was uh, playing Maze Within Justice League, which is cool. He doesn't have uh, trouble. Oh, no, he's playing Galactus. But even if he didn't, even if he had team-up cards and couldn't use the Troublemakers, he has basically all of them on the team anyway. So it's a good time. Yeah, that was another thing. By the end of the game, because, like, after the, like, other than the barriering, turns were going pretty quick. So I think the uh, the elemental dial, I think that's what it's called, was at, like, seven. So next turn, he was going to start, like, dealing things damage in my starting area. Yep. Yeah, like, you can have... Like, you can have Battle Fury on, like, the Flash, but he can, like... Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do there. No, uh, it... So my second round... Oh, my... Every round, but my second round is going to go right quick. So second round, I played against Nate White, who, as a traditional, was running Fantastic Four, because it's basically him and Tom's trademark. So he had... He ended up with... The Invisible Woman Who Gives Stealth, uh, Nathaniel Richards, Franklin Richards, um, five characters, I should remember this. Uh, I can't remember. He had some other characters, that's for sure. Uh, Earth-X Thing, oh, Earth-X Thing, and then he switched to the uh, Human Torch with Iron Jump Pulse Wave. Uh, who's still, like, good. Like, he can pick power, he can get uh, attack powers from Nathaniel, whatever. So I won map, and I put us on Hacienda. He moves up a little. I equip whatever. He sends... Oh, uh, I think I rolled, like, 2-4. I rolled something on Doom where I could make him miss. That was the important thing. I think it was 2-4. So he sends in Human Torch for a running shot energy explosion that he got from Nathaniel, and I think he either... I think he maybe hit like one thing, or like I make I made him miss almost everything or whatever. So then uh, I retaliate with Giganta, and he was next to, and then even though he had like protected, I went for his mastermind. I still sent Giganta in to attack multiple characters, so he couldn't mastermind. I start chipping away at him. I end up doing. Oh, you know what it was? I actually I sent. I had Giganta knock Franklin Richards back to get just too far away that he didn't have Power Cosmic. I outwitted his Mastermind and then hit him to his last click. Uh, and then by that point, Thing was only on 18 defend because he only has one click of 19 defend. Uh, we go back and forth a little bit. I don't have the points in front of me. Like He definitely took points. Uh, I just think it was like a, just a good game. Like We just went back and forth and... We had a good time. I end up uh, finish, uh, wiping him. Uh, I mean, my dolls are just a slog to get through. So I have uh, High Evolutionaries both have stop clicks for 30 points. Uh, Doom's in the back, making you either I hit or you miss. Uh, flashes. I mean, the flashes aren't the e- aren't hard to kill, but they're not easy to kill either. Um, and yeah, it was just a good game. Your two. score was 300 to 60. Just so you know. Oh, okay. I don't know why you can get access and I can't, but thank you. I got you. I'll just keep it open. So my round two was actually against someone from my meta. I travel two hours to go play in Winnipeg for WKOs and stuff, and it was one of their players. Uh, his name was uh, Matthew DePaz. He was running uh, unthemed good stuff. He had Chip, 
the Commissioner, the Indigo Sinestro, Stripe, Ultra Humanite, Faust, and Dark Phoenix. I might be missing something in there. Oh, he had Molecule Man as well. That does sound like an on-theme good stuff team. Yeah, it was a really cool team. Um, and he won map. He took me to uh, Reed's laboratory. Wait, 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 wait. You, you, you lost map on a plus three. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, it's only... I mean, yeah, because you're capped at plus three now on uh, an opponent. But, like, that's like an 85%. That's, that's wild. I lost, Emily's going to win so many map rolls against me now. I lost twice. I think lost map at least twice. Um, but basically, uh, he also had the Reed's laboratory, uh, location. That's the one where if you're in certain rooms, you get bonuses, right? Yep. Certain zones you get, uh, yeah, that is true. Okay. Oh yeah. He took I was me like, there. What? The constellation doesn't do that, but you lost map somehow. Yes. Somehow. Um, so he takes me there. He, Basically, taxis ever he makes the rookie and taxis everyone up into the next room that gives him plus one defense because I wanted to keep the attack side away from him. Um, I throw a flash across the board. Uh, I didn't bother equipping this game because generally going second with that team is bad news bears, so I usually get aggressive if they move up. Um, so I eat flash across the board. He left. He didn't roll very good on his Molecule Man barrier, so I was able to sneak in and kill Molecule Man, charge again and pick up an object and kill Chip. So it was a good trade-up there. Um, I barriered up, and I passed turn. He um, ended up retaliating with... He tried to shoot with Dark Phoenix, and he missed i think i swapped dice out on him or something i don't know why i brought dj doom and not uh all caps doom to this matchup it was a big mistake on my part um i think i swapped to make a miss and then he had to retaliate with dark phoenix so he retaliated with dark phoenix he rolled like a nine or a ten or something but when he placed he forgot that she hits friendlies so he ended up nuking his whole team. Um, she killed. She killed Stripe. She killed Ultra Humanite. She did two damage to everything else other than the Commissioner because he was just out and gave them each a token. And Flash just dies a horrible death. Um, so I mean, that's I think that's a, a good uh, that's a good trade. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I traded uh, up. I would take that trade any day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I you felt only a took bit... double the points or so. It's fine. I felt a bit bad for not letting him take it back, but like at that point, dice were already rolled. Like we had already confirmed the hit and everything, and I was like, Yeah, I mean, I think basically everybody dice or dice. Like that's just that that is the hard rule. I don't know anybody. Like, that's just kind of the rule, right? Like, Yeah, that's kind of like... Social once contract. Dice, like, once dice are rolled, it's done. But I still felt really bad. Um, so I basically fought it out with him, shooting at him with the... Uh, 
with the high evolutionaries, I don't think I end up killing anything else. I kill the Dark Phoenix. I make sure to kill the Dark Phoenix. I like double double or triple tap or whatever I had to do at that point. I kill the Dark Phoenix and he shoots at me. I think he knocked one high, high evolutionary to their stop click, but he had some bad dice and missed some attacks. So I, I know I'm somewhat up on points at this time. So I like do a quick calculation and I move people back to start barriering up and time gets called before I even get to like kind of castle myself in. Sorry, just the, for reference, you mentioned it. High evolutionary is 30 points. Charge a 17 ESD prob, then stop click with 18 <laughs> invincible super senses. He's and he's power dumb. cosmic, so willpower. It's it's nutty. Yeah, the first time I shot a high evolutionary with a Cyclops Sentinel, I was like, all right, I'll deal the one penetrating, and Jay reminded me it was invincible, not impervious. I was like, right, yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> good good talk, coach. Uh, so the score ended up being. Uh, closer than you would have think, considering what went down in the game. It was 155 to 95. So if he doesn't do the Dark Phoenix thing, he probably ends up winning that game in the long run. Um, so it was just like a small error. Other than that, his team was really good. Uh, I had no idea what to think about it when I saw him drop it down. And Faust proved to be a giant pain in the neck. Because I this yeah. team is... A, my team has a lot of prob, and Faust just says, no, you don't get to use it. Sorry. That piece is uh, Adam, Adam also pointed out to me, so for reference, uh, Faust has a trait where basically when an uh, opposing character within range uses Edward Perplex or prob, you roll d6. On a one, they can't... Oh, on a, if you, on a one, they get it again, because that's bad for you. On a four to five, they can't use it, and then on a six, they can't use it and take it penetrating or something. Yep. But Adam pointed out to me that you can also roll it again if when they use the power again. So, like, a lot of the time they just still can't, which is probably unintended. But, like, yeah. So, the rest of the games for me were really, really quick. So, I almost may as well go through them all right now. I'm actually going to do that because it's that, it's that sad. So, I played against Caleb, which is not, not, not a great start because he's really good. He had just won, what was it, Tall? No, he's, uh, Dice Addiction, I, I can't remember, He but he was playing Sacred Six. He was playing Sacred Six with two Scarabs, Sky Tyrant, Commissioner, two of the Gigantas at 30, and one, and then the Prime Giganta. He had the Necro Sword, he had, uh, like, Power and Reality or something. So he wins map uh, against my plus two, which is uh, unfortunate. He brings us to this really the the daily planet map from JLU, which has a weird location bonus where you can like generate objects. Like when a character hits, they can generate objects or something weird because objects are good for Scarab. So that happens. Um, I end up. I, so I didn't realize so there's like a weird there's like a building section like it's like a half destroyed building but it's actually not indoor so I was like oh I'll send DJ Doom over there like and like there's some walls so you can't have whip me but then it's like oh this is actually not indoor that's really weird I guess once a building gets half destroyed it becomes not an indoor wall anymore 
because the wall got slightly... I don't know. It was really silly. I mean, I don't know what I could have done differently, but, like, I ended up... I end, I did end up stealing... I did So I chose to keep DJ Doom equipped, and I did end up taking the uh, Reality Gem eventually. But point being, so I end up sending across a Flash... Uh, the Flash take his Sky Tyrant, so that's a trade up when he kills the Flash. Um, he kills the Flash, obviously, and then I don't even remember how this all went down. Like he gets the Flash, and then he like starts sending stuff in against me. Uh, basically, what ends up happening is like we kind of trade back and forth, and then eventually, so the gigant, the gigantic non-prime, so gigantic prime has a special defense power where she only takes one from anybody who's not giant, because it's uh, it's called like pick on someone your own size. So anybody that's not a giant as she is only deals uh, her one damage, and then the other one has a trait where she has three clicks, and then when she she can choose to go giant, and then when she does, she only takes a maximum of two. So I was a dummy. And I thought that that trait also only applied for different size characters. So I sent across my Giganta on a retail at one point. I didn't realize that she took the maximum of two. And I didn't have a follow-up. So then, like, he sent his Giganta across. And then I killed that. And then he, like, back and forth and back and forth. Um, I should have taken his Reality Gem sooner. Because he had it on the commissioner. And then Scarabs were copying it. So he had three perplexes. I should have just taken it earlier. Um, and then basically, it ends up being pretty close. I think, what was it, like, 130 to 100 or something like that? That is close. Not bad. I mean, I was waiting for confirmation, but, you know. My bad, I'm slacking on my job here. I have one job to do. <laughs> yep, I've given you hard work to do. Uh, I'm looking for it. Something Probably. like that, though. The two different color names really screws with me. Um, you said oh, no, you want... it was like one twenty against Caleb, the round three. Oh, round three is a hundred to one twenty-five. Uh, I think that's exactly what I said. So yeah, you're at the top. And now. then I, on a loss, I then had to play against Ed, AB, with basically the same team, except. Uh, he had like slightly different equipment. So basically, I go, I win map, put on put us on hacienda. Uh, I have, I put up like good barrier, but he just has such good swing with sky tyrant. Like I think he could TK twice. Like it didn't really matter. I don't think like I think he would have been able to get across my barriers no matter what. So he like sends sky tyrant across and he hits everything. Uh, I did have DJ Doom still. I think I don't remember what dice I had. But I don't think it really mattered because his attack values were so high. I think he actually did. I think he did miss one attack or, like, after everything he didn't. But basically, he just completely wrecks me. Like, <laughs> Sky Tyrant wrecks, like, a bunch of stuff. And then, like, I couldn't catch up at all. He has Outwit. Outwit through the objects. And I think I actually chose not to equip. Or I chose not to use the time platform. But then when, like, this guy, Tyrant... Oh, so the con he had the same location bonus as Caleb, but that's a, a, he has a constellation where once per game when uh, a chosen character that he chooses hits, he can generate an object, so he, like, puts the object there, and then there's, like, nothing I could do because he has, like, outwits across the map. 
and my protected or my safeguard outwit doesn't matter. Um, I took like I don't even remember I took any points. I might have actually just not taken any points, but that's okay. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and then I played against Paul. Uh, he played also at Scarab, but on a mystical team, like a bunch of Wendigos and Scarab and like Mole Man and stuff. Uh, basically, he played top four the night before, and he was just completely wiped. Like, I was like kind of tilted after everything, and I thought I was playing badly. Like, I uh, like I also I lost map. Oh, he had a plus like eleven though, on my plus nine, so he had the right to win map. Uh, and I like almost go for like a play for getting my first for immunity. Um, but then he, I mean, he did so well the last night that he was exhausted. It's like, that's like not a bad thing. And he was like, he misplayed. And then I got to like, he moved up a Wendigo. I just like killed it with a high, high evolutionary. And then he attacked me with sky tyrant and he missed, like, I think he needed bad dice to miss. So basically he missed and he like goes back across the map and then Gigantic prime only requires that they attacked and then, uh, so I go across the map, and then I think I had a six on Doom, so I crit to kill Sky Tyrant. And I, like, kill a bunch of stuff, and he just concedes. And he's just like, I need to go to sleep. So, can't blame him at all for that. And then the last game was against another Fantastic Four team. Um, that, uh, those back and forth for a bit. There was some confusion in the game state at one point. Like, we, like, I didn't declare... That I was equipping the time platform, and then I ended up needing to use it to not like get KO'd automatically. And then uh, I had my emotional modifier equipped to flash. I forgot to drop it, so that ended up being basically if we assumed that he would have KO'd the equipment, which was like dropped halfway through the map, would have def- uh, had plenty of opportunity. Uh, it would have been a roll up. Then we basically like we just talked amongst ourselves and we like settled on. A uh, we figured it out. We were we were cool. So I go to top thirty two or top sixteen, uh, and I play Ed again. Uh, but I put us on negative zone this time. I choose. I think I also choose not to equip the platform. I send Flash across. Like basically, I have the swing on that map because it's extended. That I could go across. Uh, Ko his. Uh, I think I got his reality gem because that made more sense. And then go all the way back, basically back into my starting area with Flash. And then uh, Negative Zone is a degenerate map that they shouldn't have... Uh, it's actually a reprint. But, like, most of the map is the... Not most of it, but, like, a lot of it is indestructible blocking. And then I have... So I have two leaderships on my team, and I have Molecule Man has uh, Cosmic Energy, so he has Willpower. So I start bearing around... Barriering up, and that covers like there's a four square hole in front of the starting area. And he also has his um, his smoke that can turn into barrier if I roll high enough. Basically, even through that like almost two sex like two layers thick of barrier, he still manages to get through. And then he sky tyrants me. He actually crit misses one of his attacks, which is almost better. Like yeah, he flurries. He crit misses one. Then he hits the other one, so he puts my um, high evolutionaries to their stop, uh, to one of them to the stop click. He puts down Black Vulcan, and then he can outwit the stop click with Invincible. So like the crit miss was actually better for him. Let me go back and forth and back and forth, and eventually, 
Uh, on last action, I almost had the chance to KO his last Giganta. Uh, but then even then, it was like he had both of his Scarabs left. Um, in retrospect, I probably should have sent a flash across the map to just get Sky Tyrant and trade up on points. Um, I don't know why I didn't. I was also, like, tired. I hadn't run reps with the team. And oh, I thought I was safe. Like, <laughs> he didn't seem to be happy with how the game was going to go. But he eventually managed to make, like, one little hole in. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I thought I was doing the right play, but I guess I just wasn't. Because then, like... I get the equipment, I get his Sky Tyrant, and then... I mean, he's also, like, catch-up. I don't... I mean, I don't know. That exact play, like, basically barriering up a lot, but you also have... Um, but you have also sent your figure across the map to kill his Sky Tyrant. Seems like it probably would have been... Be winning. Yeah. I mean, I also, like... Th- the only other problem was I switched... I also switched out DJ Doom that time. Uh, because I wanted all caps doom because on a barrier matchup, having one less action to like get through it was a thing. And like there were a couple turns where he wanted like he started to do plays that would have been a four so turn. I'd remind him less certain that you actually were gonna hit. Yes, so I would have I would have been sending a flash across the map with one prob in favor and then like a bunch against. Like the math was good, but like then I've just it it was still the it would have been the right play still I think it was like an eighty percent chance. In retrospect, I don't I don't know I probably would have done it the different way because I don't know I think it was wrong but basically that was it like Secret Six is a so, <laughs> I don't know if you played against a Secret Six but I'm just gonna do my spiel like they're just quite like crazily good so you have Sky Tyrant who like with TK like you take TK him up six. And then he has a full speed charge of 11. So he can basically cross the map. Give him a power gem. He's like flurrying 12-4. He has quake and exploit. So he could also just like do penetrating quake. When he KOs stuff, he gets a token. He can't get killed. And then every time he hits with a flurry, like he, he, when he hits with both flurries, he can then move half his speed value twice. So it's almost like a 22 speed hypersonic. Like he just goes back. You don't get uh, uh, all the chases have outwit traded, and then if they if you have six or more characters with secret six, uh, the keyword uh, opponents can't use safeguard outwit or protected outwit, so like they can outwit literally anything. Scarabs can draw line of fire through objects or equipped characters, so it's like when you're building, it's like wait, do I not pick equipment? Like do I not like use equipment if it's optional? Do I not play equipment? Like stuff like that. Uh, and the retaliation is really good. Like, the Gigantas, uh, the non-prime Gigantas can go across and quake as a free action, and then they can just do a normal attack. You can't, you have to double tap them. And then the prime Giganta is, like, can do Yeah, that double tap, uh, like, 30 yeah. or 25 retaliator is pretty absurd. Yeah, and it's not even like Dark Phoenix where she has to heal first. So then, like, he can send, a, he's, he can free action uh, a Giganta across, it's like a normal retaliator, but then she attacks normally without indifference. Uh, and she can quake on the retail. And then the other Giganta is similarly hard to kill. Like I mentioned before, she also said so her retaliation, or sorry, I mean, she retaliates the one character. She can also do it after being placed. She can also do it even like it's just if a friendly character was attacked. 
And then, so when she does it, she'll be doing a quake that deals three damage and tokens. And that it it's just, it, like, so they're attacking you across the map. You don't have any powers. They have full map swing. Or they can attack from the starting area. And then if you do attack them, then they can retaliate with crazy retaliators. And then, like, basically your best bet is, like, I have Flash. I'll send him across the map and trade up on points for your Sky Tyrant. Like... That's not literally it, but that's, like, kind of, like, the immediate solution. And that's, like, it's not an answer. Like, that that shouldn't be the only answer. I don't know. I think the team is, like, pretty... I don't want to immediately say it's a problem, but it, it has a lot going for it. So that's my whole spiel. So It's hard Josh to figure like, out which of those, the figures on that team is the best, which is pretty amazing. Because... Yeah, so that was, that was my whole day. I, I, I could have played that one better. But I don't know. And then the person that Ed played against had also beaten Josh, so it was like whatever. I would have got knocked out, whichever which way. So I think you're on <laughs> round three now. Yeah. Uh, for the record, I think if you're going by on paper, High Evolutionary is the best on the team. No, wait. Did Devin not mean Secret Six? Oh, I did mean the Secret oh, Six. Oh, gotcha. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean honestly. Both teams that we were talking about there, the Scientist one and the Secret Six one, are just full of, like, hyper-efficient good pieces. <laughs> Secret Six is a toss-up between Scarab and Sky Tyrant. They both do their job very well. So I actually think it's Commissioner. <laughs> Kinda. I mean, Rookie is uh, also a crazy attacker. Like, uh, for what's worth, there are three figures on that team that have a reasonable argument for being the most ridiculous figure on that team and it's a very good team so yeah and also for what it's worth that might have an argument too hmm farm giganta might have an argument for being the best figure on that team i don't think it is she is yeah i mean both gigantas have to be doubled i mean you can out you have to out which giganta to double tap her and then she has senses on a six too like and yeah. before I forget, the only reason my team exists is because I looked at High Evolutionary and I was like, I must build with him. <laughs> I just I just must build with him. But yeah, go ahead, Josh. Okay, so my round three op- opponent was Corey Gould. Uh, he was playing a, um, a doomed up version of Lavaria. Like they used uh, Doom Annihilate and Conquer to mush stuff together. He had uh, two Dark Phoenixes, a Brainiac at 10 points. Uh, he swapped out Doom for Doom Sorcerer Supreme. He had Sky Tyrant and a Molecule Man. Um, this is the one one match where I wish I brought an outdoor map. Because with Molecule Man doing Molecule Man things, I could never get a line to double tap both Dark Phoenixes at the same time. Which is... Just bad news bears. So that's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I I take him there. I do my normal equips. I think I barrier up, leaving a hole in my barrier. Um, but I thought I was safe because I did not know the reach of Sky Tyrant. So Sky Tyrant uh, charges in, squishes Molecule Man. And I think squishes the infrared flash, but he, he's, 
he squished two mean, things yeah. and then he he backed up about half his movement. Um, so naturally, I threw flash flash out to go kill Sky Tyrant um, because I he can't hang around for more than one turn. So I did that knowing that I was going to get retaliated on. And then I threw out a... I think I moved up the High Evolutionaries trying to like find a way to get both Dark Phoenixes next turn. I want to say he had shot something with Doom Sorcerer Supreme. Because I retaliated with Giganta missed but then he retaliated on flash with dark phoenix and he was able to kill both of them with dark phoenix so and then he backs dark phoenix way up to the corner sounds like dark phoenix uh that turn he i think we talked about after the game his one mistake was he ended up moving out molecule man for some reason and bringing him to mid-map, and that left his other Dark Phoenix exposed. So it gave me a double tap on the Dark Phoenixes. So I shot one Dark Phoenix with one High Evolutionary, and then the second High Evolutionary double tapped them to kill them both. Um, he, his dice kind of went downhill then. Even with Sorcerer re-rolling them, he wasn't hitting attacks, so I just started picking off like Brainiacs and little things to put me up on points and it ended up being uh 160 to 105 but i really think if he keeps molecule man in the corner and keeps burying up it's just a bad day for me um my round four four match was michael holloway which was playing a uh full point null two moloids and prime storm uh this was my first time actually, ever actually taking a serious look at Null's dial, and I just decided that I didn't have enough to take care of it. Because he's stealth, he's power cosmic, he heals when he kills stuff, and there's lots of squishy things on, on the team for him to kill. He ignores super senses and shape change. Uh, so... My game plan going in was hoping he just approached up the middle and I could throw Flash, killing a Moloid, and then killing Storm. But he ended up going... uh, I took him to negative zone. I ended up going... He ended up going to one of the sides, so I had no line to get a Moloid plus get to Dark Phoenix. So I end up just... Or to get to... Uh, Prime Storm. So I end up just going double charging to get to Prime Storm and kill Prime Storm. Um, I I ended up perplexing up Flash's defense to a 19 and using the emotional modifier to say minus one to attack. In this game, uh, Doom rolled a six and a one. So I had lots of options. So Null in turn tried to squish Flash and he missed his first, and then he theme-probbed it. He only had one theme-prob on it, and he crit-missed. So he was going to call in a trouble alert, and my whole strategy was to pick these two pieces off and then just barrier up and barrier Null out of the game. Uh, 
the problem with that is bringing in a trouble alert would have gave him something extra to bust down my barrier, and then I likely was in trouble. So he needed an eight to hit, so I ended up using the six uh, with DJ Doom to swap out for one of the uh, ones. So he still missed, but didn't get the trouble alert. Um, and then the next turn, because Giganta triggers off of just being attacked, I retaliated with Giganta, killing. Uh, I missed. I missed everything. I didn't even get to kill the Moloid. Or I think I kill one Moloid actually. That's where I got the Moloid. And then I just kind of hoped that he would ignore the flash and go for Giganta or vice versa that if he goes for flash I could get Giganta out of there because if he kills both I'm out on points but he doesn't have the attacks to do it so he ends up outwitting Giganta and smushing her giving uh, flash the chance to double charge back to my starting area and I TK'd him in and then I just walled the rest of the game and he slowly ate through it because he would bust a barrier and use his smoke to free move up. So he was slowly chewing through my barrier. If he had another turn or two, he probably would have won. Uh, Null is very scary, in my opinion. That's a good figure. Just, like, just on the edge of being. Well, Secret Six kind of just shits all over him. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. No, okay. He was scary, formerly. And then uh, round five was actually streamed on uh, Mr. Clixo's uh, YouTube page. And for anyone watching, I'm so sorry the first half hour of that game was so boring. Um, I played Matt Donham, which is always a pleasure to play. Uh, we basically just chilled and had like a semi-casual game as we busted jokes. Uh, it was He was playing Prime Doppelganger, Absolute Carnage, uh, two Windigos and Proteus. And he won map. So he took me to Ancient Hold. And I've never played on Ancient Hold. Was there meant to be an Onslaught on that team as well? There was. Thank you. <laughs> onslaught. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think the points were adding up. Hey. Silence lesser flash player. Um, yeah, he had Onslaught on the team. So... Uh, basically, we spent the first 30 minutes barriering up. I equipped the emotional modifier, and I just kept giving my whole team Battle Fury so Onslaught couldn't sneak any mind controls. That's pretty funny. Even though that map is miserable to get sight lines on. Um, Matt put a Windigo just outside of the door to like tempt me to come get him. And I slowly edged myself up, thinking if I get the Windigo, I also get a punch on, uh, I think it was Absolute Carnage or something, not realizing that there was a door there. I thought he was just, like, body blocking with Windigo. So I charge in, I kill Windigo, go to attack him, and Matt's like, yeah, sorry, bud. So I end up using my second charge to run myself all the way, like, to the top of the map. And so he retaliates on me with Proteus. He misses. Um, he come. He then busts a wall out and free TKs up uh, Doppelganger. And Doppelganger just goes and wrecks the Flash. 
Now, he put up smoke, so I couldn't see him. I think one of them has stealth or something. Or maybe barriered. Either way, he was banking on me forgetting that Molecule Man could change the properties of, like, blocking terrain or whatever to whatever he wants. So I ended up turning it to water and using, like, two outwits to outwit both rollouts on Doppelganger Prime. And that game I had switched out for All Caps Doom to reduce his actions for the Windigos. And All Caps Doom just went to town on him. I realized after that I didn't need the second outwit because he is Battle Fury. Um, and then Giganta Prime retailed and finished off the Proteus. Um, I may have retaliated with her first, but I can't remember. And then he charged in with Carnage. He killed, I want to say, Molecule Man. And uh, he charged in with Carnage, ended up making a Carnage minion. The Carnage minion, I think, killed Molecule Man and pinged VVD. And then time got called, because we just spent so much of that match jockeying for position. Uh, it ended up being 170 to 60. Um, I think eventually I edged out Absolute Carnage before time. And then uh, round six was Alyssa McNeil. So this is this is top 32. She was playing uh, Chase Widow, which is still super good. Uh, I think she's being really underutilized right now. Like, she did get the nerf hammer, but I don't think it was enough to take her out of contention. Um, sorry, say, sorry. What, what character? Chase Widow. The one with that the... That is a uh, fair... Yeah, yeah. Tradecraft token. She's still very strong. Like, I don't know why we haven't seen more of her. Because... Uh, so, okay, so here's the rule in Heroclux. If a character has been on... The, or if a game element has been on the watch list and altered, that means by definition it is bad. That is the consensus, and Devin It is only allowed to be played at the at uh, Worlds the next year. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, so here, so the characters that got watchlisted and they were, were therefore bad forever. Shortlist. Uh, let's see: Haha Joker, the Pocket Tank, Unimind. Uh, just off the top of my head. Uh, Fast twice. <laughs> twice. Uh, there might be more, but just off the top of my head. You know, those are those were all bad. They never got played again. Never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever. Never, ever. But yeah, so, so, so the team was Chase Widow, Medusa, Voyager, and Steve Rogers. And she had uh, Peggy Carter on the sidelines to come in off the Living Legend trade or whatever for Steve Rogers. So... Uh, I win map, I take her to negative zone again, because that's kind of my default map. I like the protection of having barrier there to kind of force things into my into my realm of comfort. Kind of lets me shut down some lanes. But uh, she... Turn one, I equip the emotional modifier. Her turn one, she moves up to one of the alcoves and on the side of the map. Uh, she has Chase Widow and... Steve Rogers? Uh, Chase Widow and Voyager in the back, so I can't touch either of them. And she has uh, Medusa and Steve Rogers at the start of the room. I think Steve's like kind of guarding the door. 
And then she makes a, a hair just outside the door. I may be missing a character on her team, actually, because I feel like that room was full. It anyway. was a long day, don't worry. Yeah, anyways. she. Um, I send Flash across the map. Flash uh, double taps Medusa, because that figure scares me. I have an unnatural fear of it. And uh, Flash just hangs out. Her next turn, she did something no one else did all day that I played against. She just decided to, like, ignore the Flash. Fly over to my team. I think I put Barrier too loose, and she was able to... Uh, I forgot the Voyager phases. And she, like, phased through my Barrier, drops, drops Widow and Micron. Uh, Micron was the last one on our team. That's what oh, Steve she Rogers. Loves, yeah, she loves Micron. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Steve Rogers made in Avenger. So that was the other one filling the room. Um, she phases across. Micron follows. She drops Widow. Widow poisons, or the, a Widow recruit. The Widow recruit poisons. Uh, I want to say the Widow recruit missed whatever she was doing. Missed the attack, and then. Um, Micron hit something. I th- no, Micron might have missed. Alyssa's dice were terrible this game. Um, so the one nice thing about her phasing everything in like that, everything was within two squares of each other. So I outwit both rollouts on the on the recruit, and Giganta Prime retaliates, hitting. Everything I think for three except Widow. So she, I sidestep her out. Yeah, that sounds to, like a winning thing. Yeah, I got to retaliate twice with Giganta Prime this game, and it it was ruthless. And it was only because her like the turn after I retaliate here, she rolled like three or four attacks and missed them all. Um. So the next turn, I attack with two high evolutionaries because uh, I forgot about Steve Rogers coming back. So I think I I shoot Steve Rogers. I shoot Black Widow, dropping her to a stop click. She heals back up. And I can't remember, remember what else I shot, but I dropped a Grodd. Um, and I didn't know that you don't just get to break away with Leap Climb anymore. So, I had to... That was a thing, right? I honestly couldn't tell you. I, my my use of Leap Climb was very limited. I, I thought it was free breakaway, but I can't change, remember. Leap Climb was... What has Leap Climb on the team? Uh, I brought in Grodd. Talk about Grodd. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that makes sense. So I got yeah, the break. Honestly, yeah, all the breakaway plasticity is weird now. Leap is weird. All the powers are I'm I'm not weird. crazy, right? Leap used to be free breakaway? It was plus two, same as hypersonic. Okay, yeah. So Yeah, it's uh, kind of worse now. Now they got rid of now all it those doesn't give you a breakaway players. bonus unless you're adjacent to somebody with plasticity. What? <laughs> well, no, no, no. It it cancels out plasticity now essentially, 
but otherwise it's just normal same as hypersonic now is normal breakaway yeah so weird yeah so i i got lucky i hit the breakaway i was able to uh kind of get in between everything and quake them again Oh, Giganta was the other hit. That's what it was. Giganta hit, and then I shot with two evolutionaries. Brought in Grodd. Leap, cra- leap climbed with Grodd. Quaked. I killed uh, Voyager. And missed everything else. Um, next turn, she kills Grodd. She proceeds to miss everything else. Um, Giganta retells again, this time killing Micron. Um, Black Widow rolls out. And then I kill Steve Rogers. She brings in Peggy. I put two shots into Peggy. And after that, it was just kind of trading back and forth uh, until I finally got the last hit. It ended up being uh, 300 to 140. And uh, I think it would have been a lot closer if her dice just didn't completely forsake her that whole game. Um, what I'm hearing from the stories of um, this event so far is that uh, when we were reading the spoilers and stuff and thought that the Gigantas might finally be like reasonable retaliators, we were wrong. There are still not. No retaliator has ever been reasonable. No, she's so good. And it's the fact that they can miss the attack that makes her even better. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then that leaves, leads me to top 16, where I played Tyler Spees. And he was playing the uh, robot team that PJ invented. It has all three Danger Room constructs on it. Uh, both Mad Thinkers. Three of the Superman robot and uh, Jim Hammond for leadership. And a Tri-Sentinel. Um, he wins map. Either that's the best leadership, but like, you know, you, he, what can you do? He wins map, which is what really put me in trouble. I think if, if he doesn't win map, this is probably an easier game for me. Like, I don't think I... I don't think I'd win it by any means, but he took me to Arthur's Castle, which makes life just miserable for that team uh george masso had taken me to it in the silver age event too um and it's just hard for flash to do flash things on it and the elevated only has like specific ways up on it the high evolutionaries don't fly actually most of the team doesn't fly so it's just not a good map for that team and i made a few mistakes i like separated one high evolutionary up top when, in retrospect, I should have started my whole team up top. Um, we, I threw out the flash to go, I equip, I threw out the flash to go get uh, Tri-Sentinel, because it has to die. Uh, he has outwit and too many, too many outwits and too much, too much robot things. Like, so much support power. Uh, that Jimmy Hammond just like he outwits everything. Jimmy Hammond just runs over the top and kills Flash. Um, Magneto gets TK'd out and shoots Giganta. And then the Sabretooth, I underestimated Sabretooth's reach, I miscounted. And Sabretooth charged and killed a high, the high evolutionary I separated up top. Um, 
Giganta retails him on my turn, kill, uh, dealing him a damage, and I forget to sidestep back, put it like so Magneto had to come a little farther to get me. Not a big deal. I throw I throw all cabs doom out there and I kill two of the Superman robots because their offense is scary. But uh, next turn, he responds by uh, bringing in another Superman robot, which hit my Doom for like five. Or actually, I think I charged in Doom to hit Magneto, sorry. And then he responded by sending in two robots to smush Doom. And he, he outwitted my defense and hit me for five. And this is my most critical mistake. I forgot that I had equipped Doom with the time platform. So I could have just taken one unavoidable and teleported back to my starting area and things would have been fine. But no, I forgot like a dummy and the other robot wailed on me and killed me. Um, I then just started yeeting out high evolutionaries to kill those robots. But at that point, I just like the mistakes had compounded themselves and Tyler played a really clean game. And I just couldn't come back from that. He ended up uh, killing most of the team. I had put some work in. I think I killed a Mad Thinker and a couple other things. But when it was just Valeria left, I tapped out. Gave the man a bit of a break before his next round. Um, it, it would have been a closer game, I think, if I had one map or I didn't make a million mistakes. I think it could have been 50-50. But Tyler just played very clean and that map hurt me so bad. But uh, yeah, I was going to make a joke, but I think it'll be even funnier when I don't say the joke and make that the episode title. I'll tell you after. Oh, God. But yeah, that that was my run through the modern tournament. Um, I think it was my highest placement in an event this size. So that's pretty yep, cool. Well done. Yep. You uh, you placed better than me, which is kind of fun. Uh, I'll, I'll stop making fun. You both of you. lost in the same round, right? Yeah, I mean, he also had a better record than me because he was 4-1, so. Sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm t- don't take this away from me, Devin. No, I just, I, I just forgot when Jay lost. <laughs> we also we also had different matchups, so I, I think I got uh, those. Well, I was not happy. If you both won that, you would have faced in the next round because Ed and Tyler played in top eight. Oh, that's... <laughs> Cosmically funny. Okay. Huh. I mean, I I would not want to have any part of that match. I would have lost that for sure. (laughs) Probably would have come down to map roll pretty heavily. Going first would have been... I mean... Yeah, that team wants to go first so bad. In the mirror? (laughs) Definitely. I mean, it's reasonable to get the... Like, it's plus nine. That's like... That should cover most of the field these days, especially... Where I don't think people are going to care as much about, like, you know, jamming map rolls, so... I don't know. But... Yeah. It's a good time, though. I think at the end of the day, like, assuming we were going to play that team how it was, I think the only thing that we were, like, agreed on was the outdoor map thing would have been good. Because, what, we had Negative Zone, Hacienda, and then the other one was... (laughs) Honestly, I just put Aunt Petunia's house just to kind of be a bit of a troll, because, like... Indoor-outdoor maps are kind of confusing. People don't seem to know what uh, doors and windows do. It's just like a, just annoying. 
But yeah, that would have been good to get an outdoor map. So. Yeah, it would have only really mattered in one matchup that I won map in. But it definitely would have made that matchup easier for me. Yeah. I also I had a playtest game against Tom where I ended up picking Hacienda, but he had Molecule Man, protected his Dark Phoenixes, so I should have I should have learned. But what can you do? So But Deal. yeah, it was a good time. You did you did well. You done good. You only lost to people that did really well. So I mean, yeah, you lost to the event winner and one or sorry, second place and one and then top and then top four and the other, so no shame. It's pretty good. Good placements. So yeah, so takeaways from the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, all of the secret six stuff is really good. Um, the new retaliators are just as good as the old ones. The flash is really, really the good. Flash is really good. High evolutionary is really good. The the meta <laughs> is kind of dominated by these like low point hyper efficient characters. I mean, I the, was going to say just the past two sets. Like, was yeah. it Azeroth and when we were talking who said that, like, Wonder Woman's the most meta-defining set since, like, Black Panther? Yeah. Yeah, I, and I guess a lot of people were still playing Dooms, and they were still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, past two sets, right? You have Molecule Man, you have Dooms, you have, uh... High Evolutionary. Other stuff from that set. Yeah, High Evolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't belong to a set to me, he just belongs to the game. My major takeaway from this event meta-wise was the meta is in a very aggressive spot right now where like you got to be able to cross the map and start attacking like your turn two if not turn one if possible yeah or you're gonna get eaten yeah that's kind of interesting because not a lot of the teams are like explicitly aggressive like there isn't a huge representation other than brad who made it to the finals obviously of like dedicated alpha strike um but the Secret Six teams and the Flash teams and stuff all have figures that they can throw across the map to attack. And the um, Shifting Focus Wonder Woman Giganta thing all just, like, have ways to cross the map and attack things. Yeah, it's... it's... Yeah, we were, we were joking that Emily is going to copy the team, too. But, like, also, everything that's good now themes together. Like, Sky Tarn has passed to work with Annihilating Conqueror, Flash has passed, okay, Giganta doesn't, Molecule Man already has Latveria, like, just pretty much everything that's good already themes. You can actually shift, one of the shifting focus Wonder Woman's has passed, like... Yeah, so Prime Giganta can have passed, right? Oh, you're she, right. She, like, takes okay, the keywords can, from... You're right. Okay, yeah, so you can have a team of, like, yeah, you can have uh, Annihilating Conqueror, Flash, Molecule Man, Giganta, shifting focus Wonder Woman, like... Flash alone has, like, literally ten keywords. Like, just the theme possibilities are crazy. So. Also, if you don't have powers, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know what characters are supposed to have that aren't powers if you can outwit everything. I mean, stealth against Scarab is good, so. The I'll other thing. The other thing in the meta I think people need to prep for now on top of, like, the hyper-aggressive, uh... The hyper-aggressive Alpha Strike teams is uh, barrier tech is very real these days. Yeah, like, lots of great barrier pieces. Yeah, and it was everywhere. So, I think you have to, Although, when you're building... You have to keep in mind that Molecule Man can also get rid of them. Yeah. Like, with his smoke cloud trait, he can just... It's any markers. I surprised yeah. somebody 
Uh, I surprised my uh, top 32 opponent by getting rid of his Franklin Von Dooms uh, uh, marker. And it was like, what? I was like, yep. So, yeah. Uh, no, he is a great answer. I think he makes it on most teams these days for 30 points, even just to be your barrier answer. Yeah, I mean, Unthemes, yeah, he already has Liberia printed. Like, even if he didn't have Liberia printed, he has Cosmic, Scientists. Like, it's uh, it's a lot. Yeah, he's it's real, real good. But yeah, Alpha Strikes and Barrier, that's, that's what I feel the meta is right now. Yeah, for what it's worth, uh, the winning team was an Annihilating Conqueror team. Was like, I don't think he had flashes, did he? I we tried. I tried to find the building, and I don't think he had flashes. The video is up somewhere, but like, yeah, go full. I, but he did have Sky Tyrant, so. Yeah, I I tried to watch the video, but the I was looking on my phone, and the pieces were too small. I couldn't quite tell exactly what everything was. Yeah, I mean the important thing is that second place was uh, Brad Royals with uh, with maggots, so. Yeah. yeah, he's been killing it with that team. Hold on, wait, did that final have two Dark Phoenixes on either team, or at least one and one? Probably, <laughs> most uh, likely. I'm surprised that. I'm also, surprised yeah, Dark I only Phoenix seen goes two. on all this. Yeah, yeah, you didn't face yeah. Ryan. No, I didn't see a single uh, a single secret six team, and I also didn't see a. Uh, I didn't get Dark Phoenixes any. Any other round other than the one round I saw too. Oh man, this is just like yeah. I think of everything that's good right now, and it all themes together. Or Spider-Man family can just bring pretty much anything in. But at the same time, it's just like some I don't know. Maybe just not going for theme is like whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that about covered it. And uh, maybe I'll see if I can get Adam and, and Matt Ventura on an episode as well. That'll be a very long episode, and then also Matt's going to be on it. So, <laughs> uh, if you can, if you end up finding, if you end up finding yourself in a conversation with Adam, you you done goofed. You have to reevaluate your life. But I think that's about it. I don't think we had any questions. We we have a lot of Malcolm Rush questions. That'll be like a whole episode. <laughs> So that'll be when we run out of stuff to talk about. But yeah, any any other last thoughts? Nope. Um, the met the meta's barrier and alpha strike, but uh, it's actually in a really fun spot right now. It's in like a fluid state because of the new rules and a set dropping very very close to it. So. It's going to kind of be fun to see how things all shape up over the next little while. We'll see if Secret Six can hold their spot. Yeah, I think that like now people are going to think about how to deal with it. And like even though neither of the top teams had where Secret Six still had Sky Tyrant, he's just like it's weird that like a generic like he's kind of a generic like charge piece, but like when you have that much swing and like he can like get that many points or he can just like go all the way back like you have to double tap him. Yeah, if he kills something. Or, you know, if you can get across the map with your flash. Like, I don't know. I'm going to try and figure out an answer to Scarab. Like, even stealth is good. So, we'll see. Malkuman yeah, has spell cloud and stealth. And... Pardon? Bishop is the cleanest answer to Scarab, of course. Uh, and he also goes on those teams. My god. What? Yeah, Island and Conqueror. 
though. <laughs> yeah. Annihilating Conqueror was a mistake. Is that uh, is that the conclusion? I think that's a fair conclusion. Second. <laughs> so yeah, we have no questions apparently. I wish Emily was here. Well, what can you do? Uh, so that's it for today. I want to thank my co-hosts. I want to thank our patrons as well as specifically uh, congratulating our patron Matthew Ventura because he won the modern. Uh, and you give us money, so it's appreciated. If you want to become a patron, the site is patreon.com slash jsaclicks. We have a patron discord, fully access to episodes and other benefits of some sorts. We have Podbean affiliate links if you want to use... Uh, there's a code for free ad credit or one month free for ho- uh, hosting. We have all the social media under JSA Collects, including Facebook page and group, Twitter, because I'm old, Instagram, because whatever. Uh, we don't have a TikTok, unfortunately. I don't know why we would. But also, I'm going to name drop some show affiliates. Uh, Devin Adams, one of our teammates, is has the Happy Little Heroclix YouTube channel on the Patreon. Uh, we also have our friend Aries, who has the Dishing Up Clicks uh, Facebook page, Patreon, YouTube. You can He just did an interview with uh, Matt and George about The Flash. And it's all under Dishing Up Clicks. And I'm contractually obligated to ask if you've heard of ClicksNexus.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you make sure to have fun the next time you play Heroclix, whether it's competitive or casual.